good to be here in the house of God. Wherever you are, God is right there with you. I want to talk to you just for a moment. We're in a series called The Art of Being Human. Before I dive into the Word today, I want to let you know something very special. This Sunday at 3 p.m., the, the, the local mayors, Mayor Brathrum, uh, Coeur d'Alene, Post Falls, have asked for a uh, a local day of prayer. And so uh, you can go online and check it out anytime, but uh, the time that it's going to really hit is three o'clock on Sunday. And so you can go to kootenypraise.com or kcpraise.com and join in for that local day of prayer. I, I got to tell you this, a man calls 911 and uh, he's in a hurry and, and he, he gets a hold of the operator and says, uh, my wife is, is in labor. And, and the, the operator says, is, is this your firstborn? And he goes, no, this is the husband. You got to love that. You got to love that right there. <laughs> That's a daddy joke. Well, uh, I want to thank you for joining our online experience today. Uh, I I just want to share something from my heart. Wherever you are, whatever state you're in, city you're in, town you're in, uh, quarantine there, whatever you're going through, I want to let you know that God is real. He is the rock, and he wants to touch your life today. He wants your attention today. I, I felt like the Lord told me to tell you today that this is not the day to doubt, but I tell you what, you can lean into him. You can call on his name, no matter the situation that you're in. Maybe you've never believed on God before. Maybe you've never believed on Jesus Christ. I want to tell you right now today, listen, lean into him. If you're lonely, he's there for you. If you're uh, confused or fearful, I want to let you know God is there for you. Call on his name, and I believe that he's going to reach you. He's going to touch you. He's going to minister to you by the power of his Holy Spirit. I just declare to you right now, lean into the Father. He's for you. He wants to touch your life. He's for every believer. And those who don't believe, let, let me tell you right now, he died for you. Uh, He wants to go to bat for you, and I just encourage you to lean on him today. Pray with me as we dive into the word. Father, I pray that you break off fear in Jesus' name, lies of the enemy during this time. Father, I'm asking that you move by the power of your Holy Spirit, whatever person is uh, struggling with or even being struck as it were, strangled by the enemy. I pray today, God, that there would be a loosening. I pray for healing to take place, salvation to take place. Father, that you would touch people's heart. You would encourage them. You would break off that spirit of fear and confusion. There'd be clarity. There'd be peace in the hearts of your people, God. Father, I thank you that you're the same today, yesterday, today, 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 and forever. So Lord, we just... We look to you at this moment and this time and ask that you administer to each person under my voice today. Lord, use me. Use this donkey today, Father, to touch lives in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. The title today is Pause. Pause. It it means to stop. It it means to, to interrupt interrupt your action or or, or speech. We want to practice the lifestyle of Jesus Christ, and and Jesus had a way of of pausing at the right time. I love the scripture. I was drawn to the scripture this week, 1 Chronicles 12, 32, and it says, the sons of Issachar 
who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. They, they understood the, 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 the times. They understood the times they lived in and they knew what to do. I know what CNN is saying and Fox is saying and ABC is saying and CBS is saying, but I really want to know what God is saying. What is the station of heaven saying? What is God saying in this uh, time and day to his church, to the nations, to the cities, and to the world? I believe God is saying something. He wants us to tap into the signs of the times and he wants to know, he wants us to know what we should be doing. I'm preaching today, as it were, to you, but I'm also preaching at me because I want to talk to you about the lifestyle of Jesus Christ with this pause in mind. Jesus, he wasn't hurried. He wasn't dictated by man's agenda. He wasn't dictated by even his family's agenda. Jesus wasn't controlled by emergency 911s around him. Matter of fact, it even looks in one circumstance that I remember, a 911 situation, and, and Jesus, as it were, he paused. Times have changed all around us. You can see it in the schools and churches and restaurants and bars and drastically change. And my question to you is, since time has changed, what are you doing with your time? I was talking to my friend this week and he, 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 he told me that he killed his TV. What are you doing with your time? What did Jesus do uh, with his time? If you want to experience, John Mark Comer says, if you want to experience the life of Jesus, you have to adopt Jesus's lifestyle. And I've just been thinking about that, and I want to talk to you today about his lifestyle. When Jesus gathered 12 disciples, he had them for two reasons. He wanted to be with them, and he imparted to them a purpose, to be with them relationally and to send them with a, with a purpose in mind. And, and nothing's changed with that. To be with Jesus and to fulfill the purpose that he has on our lives. I, I've always loved this scripture, Acts 4.13. It says, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men. They marveled and they realized they had been with Jesus. Like never before, this is a moment in our life that God is putting on us a pause to, to some degree, as it were. And I think we should seize the moment to be with God. Church, pause as it were to be with Jesus. Pause as it were to adopt the lifestyle of Jesus. We're going to look at five different points of his lifestyle today and how did Jesus pause and how did it affect people's lives around him, even his own life. Jesus paused to pray. 
Here we go. Jesus is finishing uh, feeding 5,000 people. He's been ministering. He's, he's extremely in the area of, 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 of ministry. He's extremely busy. But I want, to look at, I want you to see and read and hear what Jesus did right in the midst of busyness. What did he do? It says this in Mark 6, 45 and 47 through 47. Immediately, he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, to Bethsaida. While he sent the multitude away, and when he had sent them away, look, 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 he departed to a mountain to pray. And when, when the evening came, the mountain, the, I'm sorry, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land, right in the middle of busyness, right in the middle of feeding 5,000 men, uh, right in the midst of doing a miracle and multitudes and, and everything that goes along with, with, with busyness of ministry. He sends the multitude away. He sends the disciples away. And look what he does. He pauses to go on the mountain to pray. I encourage you to pause. Jesus guarded his times. He guarded his devotion. He, he guarded his times to pray. I remember reading, a, uh, seeing the title of a book. I didn't read it, but I saw the title of a book. I think I have the book, Too Busy Not to Pray. If you're too busy to pray, I want to let you know your lifestyle will always be hurried. Hurried like a hurricane. It's on unhealthy hurry. I want to encourage you to pause. Mark 135 says this. Check it out. Now in the morning, having risen long before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. Jesus had been the day before casting out demons and healing the sick and absolutely busy with ministry people all around multitudes was always around him and what did he do he got up early in the morning he guarded his time he, he guarded his devotion he paused for prayer come on church maybe you haven't even believed on the lord jesus christ yet listen to me right now jesus believes in you and if you call out upon his name, he's going to meet you. Come on, pause to pray. Pause to crawl, call out upon the name of Jesus. And we see Jesus also paused for the word of God. How do I know that he paused for the word? He was the word, but he paused for the word because the word of God was in him. Look what it says in, in Matthew 4, 3 through 4. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command these stones uh, become bread. And he answered and said, it is written, word of God, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Where did Jesus get that from? Well, he quoted it from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. Jesus paused for the word of God, even faced off with the enemy, right there, right there, the enemy in his face, and he pauses with the word of God. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly or stand in the way of sinners or seated in, in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he doth meditate day and night. He will be like a tree planted by rivers of water, bringing forth his fruit in season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Pause 
saints, sons, daughters, church, pause for the word of God. Pause for a devotion. Do you have a devotional life? Do you have a, a reading plan in your life? I, I, oh, J.O., I'm bored. I'm quarantined. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just filling my time with wax on, wax off, wax on, wax off. I'm going to rake. I'm going to rake. I'm going to dig a hole. Hey, hey, don't fill your, your time with stuff. Pause for the word of God. Take a pause let the word of God get inside of you. John Mark Comer also said, we have a problem. Time. The answer is not more time. Each of us have 24 hours in a day, seven days a week, 168 hours in a week, 52 weeks in a year, going to live to 70-ish or what have you. Joe, I don't have time to pray. Come on, come on. We're, we're, we're in covid 19, whoa. Wow, it's time to pray. It's time to pause for God's word. An Australian Baptist minister, Roland uh, Croucher, said, if you have enough time to do everything, if you have enough time to do everything God wants you to do, let me repeat that. You have enough time to do everything God wants you to do. If you haven't enough time you are doing something that God does not want you to do. Pause for prayer. Pause for the word of God. If you've never created a, some type of a de devotional reading plan, I want to encourage you with what the navigator says. Navigators, they say this, start small, go deep, think big. You can start small with a devotional plan right now. Come on, start small. If it's five minutes in the Word, 10 minutes, if it's 15 minutes in the Word, if it's reading the Psalms or Proverbs or whatever it may, get a reading plan going. Pause for God's Word. Then go deep and then think big. Why, why, why should I be in the Word of God, J.O.? Relationship, relationship with Jesus, discipleship, maturity, Come on, our faith will grow as we're in the word of God. Faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God. Come on now. We grow, we mature. Everything that we ever even know about Jesus is in his word. A word that's sharper than any two-edged sword. Come on, pause for the word of God. Have we gotten so far from God that we have left any type of fear of God, respect of God, the worship of God, the honor of God, the fear of God. I think fear of God is, is exactly that, the fear of God. Listen to what Jeremiah 5, says. Do you not fear me, says the Lord? Will you not tremble at my presence? who have placed the sand as the bound of the sea by the perpetual decree that it cannot pass beyond it. And though its waves toss to and fro, yet they cannot prevail. Though they roar, they cannot pass over. It says in verse 54, I'm sorry, 24. They do not say in their heart, let us now fear the Lord our God. 
who gives the rain, both the former and the latter. In its season, he reserves us the appointed weeks of the harvest. What in this moment God is calling us to turn back to him, to reverence him, to fear God, to have a beautiful, healthy fear, to, to, to fall back in love, like crazy in love with our first love, to pause for word, to pause for prayer. Jesus also, his lifestyle is that he also practiced pausing for people. Here he is traveling. He says, I, I, I got to go through Samaria. Samaria is like not the cool place for Jewish community. It's kind of like Al-Qaeda or something like that. And he says, I got to go there. And he paused at a well. And it says this that in John 4, 6 through 7. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus served for being wearied from the journey. He sat, sat thus by the well. He's pausing. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. Jesus is pausing. He encounters a, a Samaritan woman who encounters a city. Who then both of them encounter. The city is turned upside down. Those that they wouldn't even have fellowship or talk with or eat with. And all of a sudden because Jesus pauses for a lady. The city's turned upside down. And then we see in Luke 10, 30, then Jesus answered and said a certain, he's talking about a, another person, not Jesus, but another person who paused. A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, fell among uh, thieves who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And so one guy comes along the highway, a priest, and he walks on the other side of the road, no pause. And then a Levi comes, he walks on the other side of the road, and he doesn't pause. But guess who pauses? A Samaritan. Remember, I'm just talking about the Samaritan woman, and all of a sudden, a Samaritan pauses. And look what takes place. Luke 10, 33 through 34. But a Samaritan, a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and he, when he saw him, he had compassion and we went, and he went to him and bandaged him, bandaged his wound, pouring on oil and wine, and he set him on his own animal, brought him, uh, him to an inn, and took care of him. He listen, he paused for people. Jesus is exhorting us to pause for people. I'm going to tell you a good friend of mine who's a great pauser. There's some pausing that I don't like in life. I don't like pausing people who pause in driving, but when it comes to pausing for people. My good friend, Dwayne Fish, he's an amazing pauser. He might be at a gas station and pauses for an individual, or he might be moving someone or being moved and he pauses for an individual, always encountering folks in the, in the foyer of the church, in the back of the church. He is an amazing pauser. He's, he, he's taken on this lifestyle of Jesus Christ, of, of, of pausing. And because of that, just hang around with Dwayne and you'll hear all kinds of stories of he's encountering people because he's taken a moment, he's taken on this beautiful lifestyle of Jesus Christ to pause people. 
Jarius, his, his daughter, is dying. And he comes and, and asks Jesus to, to heal his dying daughter. And Jesus is on his way to Jarius. But check this out. All of a sudden, he's in, the, in a multitude of people. And, and this woman comes dragging himself. She shouldn't even be there. She's unclean. She shouldn't be in a crowd, but she's there. She drags himself, herself up to Jesus, touches the, the bottom of his, his robe. And the, the, the virtue goes out. And Jesus says, who touched me? Who touched me? He pauses. This woman finally identifies herself. Can you imagine Jarius, what he's going through? Jesus, my daughter's dying. Come on. Listen, don't pause. Not a problem for Jesus because he pauses. Man, he paused for me back in December of 86, the 7th. He's paused for me in times of healing. He's paused for my wife in times of healing. Jesus pauses for people and it's a, such a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. All of a sudden, Jesus is uh, the son of Nazareth. He's, he's walking and, and the Bible says in, in Mark 10, 47, 49, he, he, he's not, it doesn't look to at all going to minister to this individual, but he's walking down the road and all of a sudden he hears this, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy. That's, mercy is my word for 2020. Every time I read it in the Bible, or most of the time when I read it in the Bible, I just think about mercy and, and the mercy of God and how we need the mercy of God in our, our nation and in and, 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 and Italy and Europe and Korea and China and America. Mercy. And this this this. Blind Bartimaeus. Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. And many, many around him tried to quiet him. And, 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 and just like probably me and hopefully you, you try to quiet me, but I know this guy right here. He can heal me, and I've been blind since birth. And you trying to tell me to shut up. You tell me to shut up when I'm trying to get someone's attention that can heal me. I tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to get louder. Jesus! Son of David, have mercy upon me. And Jesus is walking by and he hears that. And all of a sudden the Bible says, Jesus stood still. Pause. Out of that pause, he asked a man what he could do for him and he wanted his sight. And Jesus healed him. I encourage myself. Let me preach to myself for a moment. J.O., I encourage you to adopt the lifestyle of Jesus Christ. He paused to pray. He paused for the word. He paused for people. But he also paused for the ultimate purpose. Jesus began his ministry after coming out of the desert, gathering men. Follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. And he teaches them for three and a half years, walks with them, probably, with no, probably no closer to any other people, spending more time with them than anyone else. He's with these, these 12. And at the end, he commissions them. In the midst of it, he commissioned 70. And in the midst of it, he had already sent out the 12, and all because of a purpose. 
Jesus, who never traveled more than 200 miles away from where he was born. He's impacting lives today. He's impacting the nations today. Why? Because he pauses for a purpose. Remember, Jesus had been praying alone early in the morning. Let me read what happens to that because, of course, they come out looking for him. And it says this in, in Mark 1, 36 through 38. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. People will search you out even when you're trying to be by yourself with Jesus. And when they found him, they said to him, everyone is looking for you. Did that, did that dictate Jesus' plan? Did that curb or, or, or distract from the purpose that Jesus came for? Listen to what Jesus said. But he said to them, let's go into the next towns that I may preach there also because for this purpose I have come forth. Don't, don't slip on purpose. Pause for purpose. J.O., I'm quarantined. How, how could I ever impact people's lives right now? Would I tell you what? Social media, that's not always been my friend, to be honest with you personally. Now God is using it in such a powerful way. People are using it in many different fashions, and you can use it to touch people, to encourage people, to love on people, to share the gospel, and, and pray for people, and, and whatever God puts upon your heart, you can be creative, and, and, and God use it in such a powerful way. Listen to this scripture, Luke 19, uh, 19.5, purpose. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, Make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. Jesus is passing through, and he sees this, this short dude up in the tree, and, and he pauses for him. Why? Because it's his purpose. The purpose is the gospel, the greatest news on the face of the earth. And look what takes place. And Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to your house. I'm believing for those who's listening to me right now that's never called out, out upon Jesus, just like Jesus stopped, paused for, for Zacchaeus, paused for the purpose, the good news. Listen, he's pausing today to get all up in your house. Salvation, if you will receive it, will come to your house today to touch your heart, to forgive sins, to cause you to be a new creation in Christ Jesus Listen, you don't have to be bound and leashed by the enemy any longer. You don't have to be bound in fear. God has power. He has love. He has sound mind for your lives. And he meets with Zacchaeus. And it says, today salvation has come to this house. Because he also is the son of Abraham. For the son of man, listen, purpose, has come to seek and save that which was lost. Today, if you're lost, well, Jeho, how do I know if I'm lost? Every one of us are people of value. And if you're not where you should be, you're lost. If you're not in a relationship with the, the creator, the one that knew you before your mother's womb, the Bible says you're lost. If you've never called out upon him before, listen to me right now. You can call out upon him and you don't have to live a lost, confused life any longer. This is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day to come in relationship with the God of the universe, the one that you have resisted, the one that you have not believed, the one that you, you, you have even probably, maybe, possibly cursed. I know I did. He comes today to extend his mercy to you. 
He pauses Jesus' lifestyle. He pauses for prayer. He pauses for his word. He pauses for people. He pauses for his purpose. And listen to this pause. The God of the universe even pauses to rest. We have this moment. I've been extremely busy as a pastor with Zooming and FaceTiming and meetings using social technology and so forth and so on. Getting used to it, kind of different. But I want to let you know there's rest for you and I. God, the creator who does not need to refuel, he's not anxious, he doesn't lose energy, he doesn't sleep, he doesn't slumber, he rests. Genesis 2, 1 through 3, thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished and on the seventh uh, day God ended his work which he had done and he rested on the seventh day from all of his work which he had done. He rested on the seventh day from all the work which he had done. He rested on the seventh day from all the work he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because it is, it is because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. He rested. Sabbat. Listen, listen. He ceased. He stopped. He paused. As I close today, rest. As I close today, pause. Pause for faith and give no place, no time for fear. Pause for the prophetic. Pause. God might want to speak to you. I know he does. And we need to tap into the sound above all the other sound. Even speaking through you to impact people around you. Pause prophetically. Pause for prayer. Come on. You're not too busy to pray. If you've not begun a prayer life, just a relationship, talking to the Father, listen. Start small. Go deep, think big. How about prayer? How about word? Getting in the word, preparing a, a, a reading plan. Listen, start small, go deep, think big. Pausing for people, pausing to love, pausing to encourage, pausing. Stop, church. Stop filling your calendar with all the other stuff. Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. Adopt this lifestyle of Jesus Christ. At least, like myself and you, we can all decide to make steps to grow in the lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Seize the moment. Pause. I want to talk to those out there as I close today. I want to talk to those that's never received Jesus Christ. Listen to me real good. If you don't know Jesus today, listen to me. That can change in a moment of time. I want to pray. We're believing that hundreds of thousands, hundreds or even maybe thousands of people will come to know Jesus wherever you are. Whatever, if you're in your living room listening or if you're in, 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 you know, outside or in your car, I want to pray for you right now for you to receive Jesus Christ. He'll come into your life like he did mine in 1986. I walked in one place one way and I walked out another way. I walked out a new creation, forgiven, 
Fear God. Guilt God. Guilt God. Broken addictions. So I just, I just want to pray for you right now to receive Jesus Christ. It, it, is it easy to do? I think it is easy to do. Because Jesus did it all. Jesus took on the sin. Jesus died for the sin. Jesus rose from the dead for you and I. This salvation, like he gave it to Zacchaeus, it's a free gift for you today. And so he hands it to you, and will you receive it? Will you believe, and will you receive? And if you believe and receive, John, the book of John, John chapter 1 says, if you believe and receive, you'll become sons, daughters, children of God. It's called repentance. Kind of a word that we use in the church, but it's actually to turn from sin, to turn from our ways, to change the way that we're thinking and turn to him. Pray with me right now to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Savior. Maybe this prayer will help you, and you can kind of copycat, but not copycat without faith. Let it be said with faith this morning, this day. Jesus, say his name, Jesus. There's no other name by which we're saved. Say it with me, Jesus. I need you. Desperate for you. Jesus, forgive me of sin and fear and how I've broken your ways and broken your heart. Jesus, I ask you this moment, this day, Today is the day of salvation to come into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. Here I am. I turn over the reins to you. I turn my life over to you. I'm throwing down my, my crown. You're the king. Be the king of my life. You're the king of the universe. Be the king of my life. You knew me before I was in my mother's womb. I call out upon you today, Jesus. Jesus, today I confess you as Lord and Savior of my life. Cleanse me, forgive me. I tell you, devil, I'm no longer yours. I belong to the king. I've been transferred out of darkness into his wonderful light, out of death into his wonderful light. Jesus, you have a plan for my life. And today I surrender all to you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for accepting me. I will live my life to worship you, to follow you, to honor you, to obey you. In Jesus' name, amen. I believe if you sincerely said that today, out of your heart and out of your faith, I believe with all my heart that you are what the Bible says, born again, saved. You've made a commitment to Jesus Christ. And if you said that, wherever you are, do us a huge favor. Go on, amen. Uh, at Heart CDA. I think it's going to be behind me. Go on that email. Make sure you let us know right there. Go right there, right now. Take a moment. Go on that amen email and let us know that you received Christ or rededicated your life to Christ. I want to close with praying for everyone out there. Pause, man. Pause. 
You've been running, you've been hurrying. The lifestyle of Jesus, he may have been busy, but he, he didn't look hurried. And today I say, pause, breathe, pause for prayer, pause for his word. If you haven't started a devotion daily, man, think small, go deep, think big, pausing for people, even if it's, listen, through social media, but it might be in your own home, daddies, pausing for your children, Husbands, wives, wise husbands, pausing. Pausing to make that call, pausing to make that Zoom or uh, FaceTime. Take a pause for people. Prayer, word, people. Never forget the purpose. Pausing for God's purpose. And in the midst of this, what if God wants to establish a pause for rest pausing for rest like we've never done before. Running seven days, hours on up on hours, and man, maybe you haven't been able to pause yourself, and maybe God is bringing us to a pause. I'm not saying that he's doing all this, but I will say this. I declare to you what the devil meant for evil. God will turn around good for America and our world and our life. So let me pray for you today. Father, I lift up every son and daughter out there, every person, Heart of the City Church and, and, and extension of Heart of the City Church, no matter if they're in San Pedro Sula, Honduras, or in Arizona, or in South Carolina, or Europe, or Asia, or Africa, South America. Father, I lift them up to you right now. God, let us adopt the lifestyle of Jesus Christ and walk in your ways to pause in our relationship to seek you, to seek you through prayer, to seek you through your word, pausing for people, for your purpose, and even for our rest. Lord, minister to every saint out there. Let them cast their cares upon you today you care for them. Let them not worry. It doesn't even add an inch to your statue. You say, come. Come to you. Come to me, he says. Father, we pause for you. Thank you for everyone who joined us on this online experience. They paused to worship and to hear your word. God, bless them in L.A. Bless them, God. Uh, New York, bless them, God. Washington State, Idaho, wherever they are, in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today on this online experience. Make sure that you go to that amen email. Let us know if you have a prayer request or if you receive Jesus Christ or rededicated your life. God bless you. We love you. Stay in touch. Stay connected. Amen.